1: Go to your happy prize, Priceline. line. The grade cricketer is a Twitter stream. It's about playing cricket at the grade level. Boys, get a few today, did you? To be honest with you, I um, hate grade cricket. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I went into
0: the play for a team called um, oh, the name escaped me. Obviously, sharing is
2: always a big issue. <laughs> a big issue for, for young kids going into a senior cricket team. I was like a league. Um, a bit a bit yeah. a I refer to the great cricketer here and I'll say this'll do a little bit early. <laughs>
0: Fuck! How do we lose? We lost at the gamma. Why is this happening to me? Don't we always win? What? What is this feeling? It feels familiar. Love familiar. Uh, my name's Ian Higgins. I'm joined by Sam Perry. Uh, uh, three minutes ago, Australia lost for the first time with a gabba since. Uh, has it happened in uh, 1988? 88. 88. 88. The bicentenary year. Famously
1: so. If you, that's how you consider it the nation state of Australia.
0: My goodness me. Now I felt a whole wave of emotions as the country, and I will be speaking for the country Please. on this occasion. Did um, I felt I was just on the roller coaster, man? Like it was just India, are fucking good. That's fine. No, you have to say that. That's fine. India. In, that we Get played, rower, though. We know. played India C. Let's go top line here. Yeah. And then we'll dig some onion layers here. Yeah. Okay. Um, you know, that's fine. They're allowed to play well, but not on our fucking patch. Not on our fucking gabbertoir. All right? Yeah. Australia, fucking dog shit. It's yeah. the worst team I've ever seen. This bowling lineup is the worst I've seen in a generation. Keep going. It's the worst I've seen in a generation. Just, What's wrong with the fucking sticks? Yeah. And I'm having a stick.
1: Can anyone bowl but fucking Pat Cummins? Yeah. Best bowling quartet in the world. Or that we've ever produced. Yep. Can Cummins do it, please? <laughs> Cummins getting hammered by a pant. Probably just saying, any danger of anyone else having a ball? Yeah,
0: can I have a blow? Anyone here? want to roll? Yeah. <laughs> four for four for thirty off twenty five. Anyone else
1: fucking pulling some weight? You know, before the series started, it was postulated on the Great Cricketer and elsewhere. Yeah. You know, Jesus, it, it could be a really good series. It could be a close series, a rare close series in Australia. And as it... I want to fucking win! Has it developed so? (laughs) (laughs) It was, oh, not this close. Yeah. Oh, whoa, 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 whoa. whoa, whoa. What's going on? And you could just see the Australian body politic as the series went on, scratching their collective heads to understand why. Why are we subpar? Why isn't that 100 being turned into 150? Yeah, daddy. Why can't anyone else score runs? Where's our middle order bats? Mm. Hang on, they're the best bowling quartet, but India's scoring runs, these young guys coming. And just as the series developed and then came to its absolute crescendo, its climax just now, Mm. I think we were all going, oh, India are good. This is the Asian century. Mm. The dying embers (laughs) of Australian dominance are upon us. The Anglo sphere of Australian cricketing dominance is over. Mm. 19th century Pax Britannica, 20th century American dominance, 21st century India. We will never beat these guys for three centuries consecutively. Yeah, Takua came in and debuted at the Gabba, bowled better than any Shield bowler would have ever bowled. Mm. What about fucking game?
0: Washington Sundar? Sundar. Com- coming in at seven. And then he was like, I oh, he just, bought, he's a bowler. No, he fucking played under 19s when he was 16, is a stick batted four. Oh, and he's a better stick than eight of our sticks.
1: He'd bat five for us. He would. Straight away, he'd, yeah. he'd slot right in. Yeah. Hey, mate, can you make your debut? Washington Sundar, please. <laughs> yeah, no worries. I'll make 100 runs, 100 very important runs in the game and take uh, four yeah. wickets. What yeah. about Taku? You want to play? Yes, yeah, I'll, I'll make 70 odd and take seven wickets mm. and be the best bowler apart from Cummins on the Gabba.
0: My favourite thing about this is, Bez, we'll never see these guys again because there's eight guys ahead of them who, when they're fit, they'll play because they're better.
1: This isn't just a, a loss of a series. This like is the this, Asian this, century. It is. It's the commencement of the Asian century. China's I mean, coming in. No, but you know, the symbolism of the Gabba hoodoo being destroyed. I mean, the Gabba mm. isn't just a uh, a record of wins and losses for no, Australia. No, no, no. There's no losses. The Gabba is turning it on as I did on day one after spending the morning at the zoo <laughs> with my family. Yeah. And see, and feeling safe with yeah. the hue of the light. Oh, it's November. It. I, I turn, oh, oh, there's that hue. I feel safe. Mm. There's the uh, the the teal and um, arbitrary splashes of yellow of Canary oh, it's, oh, it's and a of moraine. Is it it's a full house? house? Oh, no, it's just but, it, but it's Queensland. There's the Forex sponsorship. I know what that means. That means happiness in the crowd, but a bit of hostility underneath. <laughs> and every time Australia got the advantage. These 19-year-old IPL kids came in and said, we don't yeah. give a fuck. We yeah. don't. These kids came in and said, we don't give a fuck about the Gabba. We are not chastened. We're not hastened. We're not afraid of the Gabba. Mm. And now Australian cricketing dominance is over and we welcome the Asian century and our overlords. We will compete now for the best of the rest. Now, you
0: said before about climaxing and, of course, will be, we'll have many English listeners tuning in, perhaps for the first time, That's or perhaps right. maybe since Headingley. <laughs> they'll be tuning in and they'll be climaxing as has been exhibited on Twitter
1: yes. this afternoon. Oh, yeah.
0: Uh, as right. is there a watch. good day
1: for that genre? A good day, a good and day. Day. congratulations! Hey, Joe Root's back and yeah, we're back, and India won the yeah, game. your team. Hey, Sam Curran's on the show.
0: Should say what's happening on the show. <laughs> 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 hey, uh, Sam Curran's on the show. He's in Sri Lanka. They won a test match, and Tim Southie's also on the show, yeah. um, who's from the number
1: one test team in the world. And look, the Aussies are in season, but isn't it interesting that a couple of other countries uh, put their players forward? You know, and mm. the Aussies, uh, poor little Aussie cast that could. The TJC mm. cannot uh, cannot secure a guest this week. Mm.
0: Well, we got Tim Southie and some Sam Curran anyway, so we're mm. do, we're doing okay. Um, but uh, what was I going to say? Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah. So you're before you were saying like in comparison to perhaps uh, Edge Baston, mm. where Australia beat that hoodoo, didn't they, in the Ashes in 2019? And and I, I and please correct me, as I'm sure many of you will in the UK, if I'm wrong about this, but. Hedgebaston is Holly Stand. It's fucking Party Central. It's mm. very mm. vocal, vociferous mm. audiences. It's abused, but, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. but we're funny. Yeah, yeah, It's witty. We're funny. Yeah, it's some it's, witticisms. Yeah, yeah. Warner, well, you can't. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Yeah, uh, but Gabba's fucking, it's the hue, as you rightly say, the coloured seats, you correctly touched on there, and I'll Thank be you. the arbiter of what Ian yeah, is please, right in this t- podcast. Yeah, it's assumed that you're the arbiter. Mate, it's fucking wheels, it's through the chest, it's yeah. fucking
1: wicked it carry. taking him up here,
0: fingers pointing up, mm. it's all that, it's Cameron mm. Green, it's Chris Green.
1: Green's mitts, yeah. everything, Golden Boy. It's all that. Golden Boy bowling ball machines at 130 or clicks.
0: It's David Warner scoring second in its 100s, mm. doing his Toyota celebration. It, that's what that's what the gabber is. Mm. Not no more. Yeah, India might as well fucking burn those stumps and take home the ashes with them. Australian cricket's dead. It is. Australian cricket died today. Yeah, it did. In front of our very they nailed eyes. Nailed
1: the Gabba. We got nothing now.
0: Mm.
1: Mm. Hobart. Yeah. What's our record like there? <laughs> Anything? <laughs> no, they rolled it. South Africa rolled us here. Well, I mean, too, I mean, yeah. A, and
0: in the uh, in the whole spectrum of this series, you oh. know, in, uh, India didn't play at the wacker, did they? So I mean, <laughs> you know, is is it, oh, is it a real series?
1: And don't you feel like we thought
0: it was going to rain today? Didn't rain, yeah, so. Mm. Makes you
1: think. And I hope the listener out there can, you know, sense the gritted teeth because, like, don't you feel this obligation to To be magnanimous about India? It is true. They played better cricket pretty much for the whole series, bar the outlier of the 36. And Australia ahead here and there. That was weird. Yeah, that was that was weird in, yeah. in summary. What the fuck happened there? But uh, they, you still got to have that visceral reaction like we are about mm. Australia losing and our entitlement to winning all mm. the time, particularly at places like the Gabba. So I hope the listener allows us that for a couple more minutes. Where's our number five? Where's <laughs> 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 the rest of Warner's groin? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Where's his groin? Yeah. Why are our players playing BBL? I saw Curtis Patterson in Speed Dealers the other night yeah. on the bench for the Scorchers. Australia's screaming out for a number five. Mm. He's got his fucking yellow vest on in his Speed Dealers. Can't <laughs> even get a hit. He's probably going to the net saying, I've got to get my first six balls right here in case I get a game against the Hurricanes. <laughs> How are we meant to fucking take on your Washington Sundars, etc.? With that as our schedule, um, everything's under the gun now. Obviously, there's going to be another Argus review, whatever you want to name the review. There's
0: going to be a review, yeah. Yeah. TJC
1: review. Yeah. We'll review it. I've got a few thoughts. Whatever. I've got a few thoughts, and I want to say them now. You know? Minutes after a loss. Captaincy. So much said about Tim Payne. India replaced their captain halfway through the series. Yeah. Played better. Rahana. And look, we saw him on camera. Great beard. Great salad. Mm. He exudes calm. He's a dad dick. He's dad dick. Now, I don't... I don't know if he's younger than us. He probably is. Now, Tim Payne, a lot of respect for him. Come yeah. on the show a few times. Yeah. Does he give you the same vibe? I want a dad dick again. Oh, this is visceral. I'm sorry. Mm. The last dad dick was Ponting. Before that, Steve Waugh, Porter, Taylor, all those sort of things. Mm. We need a dad dick again. I don't know who that is. We don't have a dad dick. No, we don't. And that's the problem with Australian cricket. Pat Cummins isn't a dad dick. He's no. still fucking round. <laughs> 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 and he's and I, and I, I don't he be, and I don't begrudge him. Yeah. Well... I mean,
0: I I'm not sure whether to dissect the match or the series yeah, right now. Not.
1: I don't know what I'm doing. Well, we're all at sea. We've never, we've never been here before. Losing in England, Headingley, etc. We corrected that. That was corrected. You know, there was still the parity was somewhat restored. It, you know, sort of echoes of panic in the Australian team. Any time a team takes them on, this time it's it's a loss on home soil. We thought the last loss against India was because Smith and Warner weren't well, playing. Cave- now they cave- were playing. Caveats, everywhere. caveats Caveat- were everywhere. Now yeah. India brought more caveats in. Yeah. And they still won yeah. with, with India B. He was on the bench. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um
0: Do you reckon like the Australian bowlers just never uh, not to give them an excuse, just never got a rest. Just ne- like they bowled 120 overs at the SCG last week. They bowled 110 overs. Uh, in the first innings, about, about 100-ish overs today. About that's, that's, uh, about 300 overs in the space of about seven, eight days. I think I'm right in saying that. Um, maybe a little bit longer, than that, 10 days, maybe.
1: Um, I think India's bowlers were fortuitous to get injured. No, so no, 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 no. No,
0: no, That's <laughs> what I'm saying. I'm just saying, like, sometimes, like, towards the end, especially Cummins, must have been like, okay, those who just bowled Matt, that was fucking hard work. Pajara, geez, he loves a stick, this bloke. Now, they would have, like, got off the film and be like... Pfft, Lads, can we put the feet up for a couple yeah. of days? Any, oh any no, job. Marcus Harris just clipped one to square leg for yeah. fuck all. Warner's nicking off again. Yeah. What's going on? Matthew Wade's fucking getting strangled down the side. He's pulling. He's pulling pull shots to mid off. Well, do you want a
1: dissection of that? Do I you want or Do you want dissection? The, the actual
0: answer is just mm. we will just outplay. But that's I don't want that answer. I want I want scapegoats. Yeah, I want scapegoats. I want caveats. I want to feel like this isn't my fault. It's not our fault. Well, you're talking about the batting there, right? I want Robin Williams to come in, look me in the eye and say it's not my fault. Yeah. Well, don't we all want that? Sure. I mean... That's a different, that's a different conversation.
1: What What is going to be the lead excuse? I mean, we are recording just after the game finishes. So yeah. what do you think is going to be... It won't be said explicitly, but what do you think will be hinted at in terms of reasons for Australia's loss in this series? Uh, I think it's going be a bit of a mix of... Oh, look, you know, look, we lost Starkey there. Starkey the wasn't quite ago. right. It wasn't quite right. Look, it's been hard in the bubble for the We've guys. been unlucky with the DRS. Yeah. Uh, the day five pitches mm. were, were actually too flat. Uh, Although Adelaide it was a bit sketchy w- that Pant batted in the second innings at the SCG after taking a couple of days off, keeping first a hard. Yeah. 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 It's just a few yeah. things that went against us. Yeah, yeah.
0: Did we, 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 we only won three tosses mm. out of four. Uh, so <laughs> we're unlucky there, I guess. Um, a couple of drop but they catches. They had 4 fall, didn't they? No, I think they. No, what India they?
1: batted first, didn't they, in Adelaide? No, Australia definitely won the first three heading into this. Oh, well, they yeah, then they won four Yeah, they won all four, yeah. They probably won't offer a big issue. I think they're smart enough to, uh, I think Langer and Payne will be smart enough to graciously um, explain, well, graciously concede that India have outplayed them and won, played the better cricket, mm. ultimately, and they weren't good enough.
0: Mm. Well, that means that makes me feel hollow and empty.
1: Mm. I know. Yeah, I, I need excuses. Yeah, you know what? Like if I if I get out, I either claim it myself yeah. or I never give it to the opposition, or it's the umpire's fault. <laughs> yeah, maybe, maybe maybe there was no chat out there. You didn't get the chat right. I think what burns a little bit is it like this Australian. Yeah, st- Joe Burns. Yeah, that was it. There it is. Miss yeah. <laughs> scored runs this series. Burns or Warner. <laughs> Probably, <laughs> <it. laughs> Water felt right because we're still getting on with it a beer. Yeah, you know, yeah, Just yeah. a bit of symbiosis. Ah, dropping still, the feet, and going. And go. yeah. no, that's what he can energy. do. Big for energy. I think the thing that Burns is that like the Aussie men's test team has been kind of on the cusp of going from good to great for like nearly ten years, but especially this cohort, it always felt like they were just a batter away. Yeah, they've got the bowlers sorted out. They all work in symbiosis. You know, a mm. few worldies in the bats. They brought through Lava shame, but they've never been able to make that leap just listen to uh the the like ex commentators exasperated at the gabba when like labashan gets out for 108 i think it was and yeah. they're like oh nobody left the runs out there at t mm. you know and i think there's just always been that sense that like they don't have the ability to put the foot on the throat and really win the game like go and kill the game take mm. it away mm. of course that was from india um playing really well but i do also wonder like given they've lost uh, that you know they've been screaming out for a number five or series and they've not really had anybody to pick from because they're all playing in the BBL a little bit. I'm not pinning it all on the BBL, but mm. there are a few structural issues that I think are feeding into Australia being unable to produce hungry red ball bat batters well, when we, we need ru- them. If we can wrap this up because the BBL is on. Yeah, that's pretty, cool. who pretty, is tonight. Who's going to, pretty, who pretty is to, who pretty is to catch that? Yeah.
0: Um, I. It's it's one of them. Yeah, one of them is yeah. on. Which color?
1: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Renegades and stars is tomorrow night. Yeah, yeah. Looking forward to that. Oh, cricket. it's 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 the scorches in the heat actually. That's what I was going to say. Yeah. Scorchers in the heat. Yeah, yeah, looking forward to that. Yeah, Jason Roy versus Joe Denley. Jeez, a couple of blokes who want to get home, I reckon. Ah, Chris Lynn gives it a whack, doesn't he? Mm. Doesn't he? Yeah. yeah um. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Fuck. I'm sh- I'm shaking. Though. You're I'm, exasperated. I'm yeah, exasperated. I'm yeah. shook. I'm all sorts of things. Um. Declaration. Yeah, that's what I was gonna say. So I think the only other time that Australia has not defended three hundred, they've lost they've lost twice in the last couple of years. The other one was Headingley. I think I'm right in saying that where obviously Stokes has had a day out. That was that was that excuse. <laughs> um so in those oh, that'll be it, but in Headingley, Australia bowled England out for sixty one, didn't they? And they lost that game. So it's just it goes it goes again now is that the batting is that the batting cohort's fault for not fucking burying him, not burying the game, hundred and eight. It's pretty rich, isn't it, to, to pin a guy who's got 100 to be like, that? Will, that's your fault, mate. But Maybe it's Test Cricket, maybe it's Ruthless. I don't know. I've not played it yet.
1: That's right. Yes is the operative word. Yes, it is. It's funny because it was a pattern through the series that Australia would inch their noses ahead and India would come back. And I think the first few times that happened, there was consternation about Australia missing those opportunities. But then as it kept happening... We've been forced to ask ourselves, is this because India are a special team, a mm. good team, an unafraid team, and also a skillful team who do not succumb to that kind of Australian, uh, when I say bullying, I mean like that idea that when they get ruthless and they get ahead, they don't let you back into the game. You know, they, mm. the, in, India just deserve enormous amounts of credit. And like I said, yeah, the century so. has begun.
0: Perhaps so. I do keep putting this in the context because obviously now England, are obviously in Sri Lanka at the moment, and then they go to India and they play a test there. And yeah. India go to England, and we all know
1: that England are going to now beat India, as New Zealand have just smashed India. I think in they go New there Zealand. after the World Test Championship? I think there's just one set between India and England in England. In India, mm-hmm. let's say so. And then
0: the second half of the UK summer, yeah. is India.
1: I think that's right. Okay, yeah, but right.
0: But I but I'm just trying to place this in the context of like what's going on with New Zealand, number one test in the world, just smashed India. India had a full strength cohort. Coley played both games. Boomer was playing, you know, all that kind of gear. Um, maybe just like the matchups. You know how like sometimes in sport, just like, it, you know, the underdog can win because the matchups are, am I stretching here? I don't feel like I'm stretching. I'm trying to make a point of like, maybe just people aren't threatened by, like Indians aren't threatened with Hayeswood. Washington. Sundar was not threatened by Cummins. He was fucking front dogging him. Maybe the new generation of Indian players is better than the current ones. Well, you made a good point that maybe we won't know how good this series win was for India uh, until five years' time when we realise that, oh, no, they've got a generational team,
1: well, which will inter- keep coming
0: for the next 100 years. You
1: can't, you can't fluke a series win over four tests. Like, that's the great thing about test cricket. Everyone's you know uh, orgasming over test cricket at the moment, five days, four days. There's actually a debate we had about that, but mm. not, now's not the time. That wouldn't be appropriate. But um, you can't hide in test cricket. Mm. You know, I know that's a cliche, but that's the great thing about it. Like you, you get found out yeah. eventually because it goes for so long. It's like a league. So you can't, you can't go and win two games without deserving it, and then you know, drawing the other one, which they probably could have gone on and won. They a could have they won. weren't in hospital. <laughs> <laughs> if we got wickets for the amount of times we littered, guys, fuck, we'd be fine. Fuck, <laughs> like, no, there would
0: be a three day test. Yeah, game over.
1: So, uh, yeah, I think there's something to be said. It, it was funny listening to commentators again, like exasperated or confused in wonderment over the lack of fear of new Indian players or of these Indian guys because Australian cricket preys upon the psychological damage we do Mm -hmm. to people. And then when you get guys like Washington Sundar and Takur and Siraj and stuff coming out and they don't seem to be perturbed by our psychological framework of being afraid of the big bad Aussie and they just play and they're also worldies who fit... One hundred thousand balls, mm. um, in the first five years of their life. That's right. They're all on YouTube yeah, and Instagram. Um, they just play free. We, they play with freedom, and the entire Australian myth is now broken. That sounds like hyperbole, but um, it's it's a red letter day. Mm. India's win. Something something ended. Something died.
0: We're looking forward to the cultural view. Mm.
1: Yeah, it felt like the.
0: The end of the cycle for this team felt like it was going to be next year at, yeah. the, at the end of the Ashes, which also may remain to be true. You don't want to go too far at the moment, but now it's like that's that's you know uh, eight months away, nine months away, ten months away. I'll just keep saying numbers until I stop. Mm. Um, and it feels like there's a lot of Test cricket that happened before. Then we're going to go to South Africa. What the fuck's yeah, going to happen there? will happen? Hey, you oh know what, yeah. Remember you know last time went there? Yeah, I do. <laughs>
1: Just what Australia needs at the moment. <laughs> numbers went through the roof. Yeah. A couple of tired guys who've been in bubbles, getting really irritable, going <laughs> over to play in South Africa. Uh, yeah. Good news, crowds are back in South <laughs> Africa all of quick, a sudden. Quick wickets and a couple of South African guys <laughs> who can bowl pace. Yeah. It's, all, it's a good recipe. Yeah, you got this fucking new guy by 160. Mate, when I saw Jesus. David Warner pulling at his groin, he just got. Just go, oh, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Don't blame him. He's had to look at the schedule. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. Do you think that it's. Do you th- do you think it's a cycle thing Australian has to look at now due to losing to India, or do you think this cohort, this vague sort of cohort that Australia's amassed, would still beat England coming out here in the summer? I know there's a lot there's a lot. Okay, so like just there.
0: trying to nail down the weaknesses of the Australian team, right? Yeah. yeah. And like you look at the amount of overs that Australia's had to bowl. And maybe that was India's strategy. I think they've outstrategized Australia. No oh, yeah. doubt about that. Because I'm
1: thinking as well, beautifully like, sucked like, them into that declaration and uh, win in the fourth innings. That was that was maestro shit. Succubus. Yeah. <laughs> Incubus. That's <so>. a different. <laughs> thing. That's a completely different
0: thing. Just wanted to say succubus. Haven't yeah. said that in a while. I was just thinking about like the Australian like. You look at the Australian highlights package of all the bats throughout the throughout the four tests. How many shots of the offside they play? I reckon, like, fucking, like, 3%. Mm. Almost nothing. Just kept bowling the stumps, bowling the stumps, drag it out, make make the test go five days. This is actually a great advertisement for five-day test cricket. You know, India's played a masterstroke. Four-day chess again. Um and, and, like, so you think that – but the amount of time that the Australian bowlers had to bowl, the amount of overs had to bowl over and over again, over 100 overs several times, that very rarely happens in Australia to our Australian bowlers. So maybe they were just trying to grind it out, grind it out. Because I was looking at the matchups, <clears throat> looking at the Australian batters, especially when Warner came out, that was like, well, Burns fucking – I was – in hindsight, that was silly to, to give Joe two games. And then Pekofsky comes in, he looks good, then he gets one test, and they got a fill-in with Marcus Harris. Then you look at uh, Matthew Wade. He's in and out. Oh, sorry, in and out. He's not in the best form of his entire life. No doubt about that. Travis Head, Fringe, Cameron Green never played a test before. So, like, they think of the batting there. We can we can get close to these guys. I think mm. so. They just out strategize Australia. So I'm thinking about like, what's the weakness in this in this cycle? Whatever this fucking cycle thing is in Australian cricket at the moment, what's the weakness? And, and you can't say it's the bowlers. I know Stark hasn't bowled well in the series, and Lyon has been completely nullified by India in this series. But like, well, you that's and, a weakness. You go into the light. Lar- okay, y- yeah. But so I we got, but oh, I always, sorry. yeah, yeah. I always think like it's a weakness, but then like who, like you're not going to replace Lyon's not going to play for Swepson. Yeah. Sorry, Swepson's going to play for Lyon. And then you go into the last test match, right? And Stark is maybe, uh, maybe he's under, maybe he's not fit. Maybe the rhythm's off. I don't think he's not, he's not fit because last lost Spelly Bowl, which was four overs, went for 37. On a day five pitch it looked off. He looked off He was bowling 145 Yeah the So get, like The
1: gather the, looked weird it yeah. was, I don't know if he was I holding think, back Or whether he literally is, he's lost it I but mean he's i bowling, imagine it'd be The pace injured. is up And maybe the yeah. rhythm is off Or yeah. whatever
0: So like But then if you go into that last test And you don't pick Stark And then obviously Pattinson is injured Because he was doing some shit And then So then you got to play Either Nese or Abbott Big call to give a test of boot to a guy And if they don't perform Then it's like Why don't you play Stark On the last day Give you runs as well So it's like So I don't think I, don't think, I think the bowling's fine Also let's Acknowledged as well, a month ago, we're saying, well, is this the best we've ever seen in our entire lives? Don't know. But no, it's we like, But that. the point is that, like, the bowling's probably good. Now, the submissions around the batting. But again, there ain't anyone in the wings, waiting in the wings. who's like, oh, yeah, here's a guy who averages 93 in shield cricket. Yeah. Because that person doesn't exist. Why? Because they're going to play the big bash at the same time as the test season, Correct. which runs into a whole series of like, okay, let's say at the moment, the shield is on and fucking Kawaja is playing for Queensland and he's just racked up back-to-back hundreds in shield cricket. Fucking Wade's out of form. You know, we're not sure about Wade, maybe. Uh, Travis Head's out of the other side. Hmm. Well, Khawaja becomes an option. Instead, he's fucking up in the batting for Sydney Thunder, mm-hmm. a competition that is the only competition in domestic sport of any code, any sport anywhere around the world where the best players of that home country aren't even competing in the fucking thing. It's weird. So I think that's a flaw, but that's a structural issue. Yeah. That's my uh, argument for the Argus Review 2021 season. Well, it's funny. because There will be people coming out and saying... Uh, Sorry, none, none of that was funny what I just said. I just, I just had some words in my head. I just need to get
1: out. No, it was good. No, no, one. Will, I think people are going to come out and start questioning the BBL's impact on the men's test side. I mean, everything's going to be in the gun now. We've lost a series. So every single, everyone is up for review mm. from podcasters like us. Uh, <laughs> fuck! Yeah, fuck. and they're running for the hills, you hear. <laughs> <laughs> TGC must go. But eventually, eventually, the BBL will be in the gun, and there will also be a lot of people, uh, uh, you know, in, in good faith, defending the BBL and starting to ask questions like, well, what's the function of... You know, you know, what's the function of cricket if the men's test team isn't doing really well? Is it number one? Because that's what we're used to. We're entitled to it. We have all the resources. We should do that. So people go, why not? Well, the BBL takes away from the depth at the moment. So let's ask questions about BBL. BBL. Um, some will say, well, hang on. Cricket's got enough of any new... – what's Cricket Australia's job? It's to actually make the game popular, right? That's what they would say, I presume, right? Right. Make the game popular. Well, you need money to be popular if you're watching on YouTube. Bit, bit, bit of bunts. Yeah, there it is. <laughs> One every show. But um, make the game popular. So they would say, but the BBL introduces new audiences, new demographics, um, new uh, ad revenue. Uh, it, it's more eyeballs on cricket during the summer. When are we meant to put cricket on otherwise? Footy crowds out the rest of the schedule, so we have to play it at the same time. In fact, the money generated by, by the BBL keeps Test Cricket alive in Australia. The BBL is intended to compete against an insanely competitive entertainment market. Mm. So in many ways, it's a saviour of cricket. That people would say that. What, what helps Australian cricket be more popular? A dominant men's Test side that creates heroes and wins all the time, wins games like that? Or is it um, Will Jacks? <laughs> <laughs> you know, I, I don't know but, but people are getting a bit freaked out about the fact that While we're a pretty good test side There feels this idea that we're not the best expression of red ball cricket that we could be There's lots of very good cricketers there, but they're stretched You know, could Curtis Patterson be number five? Just using him as an example Well, he'd be in no position to come in and make runs at the moment if we needed him and we did, or we needed someone like him mate. because they're wearing speed deals on the bench for the scorchies. I heard uh, <laughs> scorchies. I heard. Um, I heard, What did I hear, mate? What I did
0: you ha- hear, mate? <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> fucking um, I
0: heard people say after Joe Burns got dropped, so he just he just seems to go back to the heat and just whack it around a bit. Yeah. Does he? That's what he needs. He? Yeah,
1: that's what he needs to face Boomer. Get a kibble out in the middle. Winger yeah. from here. Winger arm. Fuck me, um, yeah. mate. I I don't. I got Greg Chappell's words ringing in my ears still, man. Hey, if
0: they sort that shit out, they're gonna have five of the best. I'm paraphrasing. Yeah. But five of the uh, five of the best teams in the world. They'll never yeah. lose again. Yeah, well, that's just, we saw the start of it today. I can't mm. think
1: of I can't think of a
0: better away series win an individual test match win in my lifetime. And I was born in the mid '40s, as you know. Mm-hmm. So I mean, like when England came here in 2011, 12, that that was probably the best England team there's ever been. I would. It's it's in the conversation. It's in the it's in the arc of greatest ever yeah. team. So that, and and Australia were in a uh, a weird sort of in between phase, weren't they? Where we they're playing fucking Xavier Doherty and Michael Beer got a game and just trying to find out their bowlers and that kind of shit. So you know England fair play won that series and rightfully so. But I can't think of a team where like you're looking at the team sheet and like before this game I think they had they had four or seven single fingers. Test wickets against Australia's 1,200 and whatever wickets that they've ever had. Yeah. The runs, you know, yeah. should all be there. And then India has... They didn't, they didn't cruise the game. It was a very close game, and yeah. it's one of the best test matches I've ever seen. Yeah. And it's fucking exciting, and it's awesome. Yeah. Test and it can only best. be good when we're the baddies. Mate, that was my, my point. <laughs> when does Australia ever win the close games? <laughs> no. Ever. No. We, uh, we're the bad guys. Yeah. This is all a fucking Disney a movie. The World Cup semi. The ICC is a Disney movie. Yes. And Australia are the bad guys. Yeah. Are we the baddies? Yeah. And... We lose every time. Fucking uh, Adelaide over against the West Indies, ninety-one. The Tide test should right. have won that one as well. Yeah. Headingly, um, Baston. was it? Edgebaston with, with the last ball with Kasperwitz? Yeah, that's right. I, I think that's it was right. Edgebaston. Yeah. 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 When, do we, when, do we, when do we ever win a close one,
1: mate? Where, are Iceland in Mighty Ducks too? <laughs> like we're, we're the team that wears the duck jerseys. <laughs> did and wait, you that's know, our role. Did you just look that up. <laughs> I was actually looking up who the bad guys were in the first movie because that would have been better. <laughs> But I just remember the saying Eastland. Who's <laughs> Vince Bombay? It was too. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. I, I don't know. Um, yeah, Gordon Bombay. Gordon. Gordon Bombay. So Justin Lang is Gordon Bombay. Adam, Adam Banks. Shit. Yeah. yeah. He, he changed size. He was a good fella, actually. Yeah, was he? he was Banksy. He good player. Banksy. <laughs> he actually did some artwork. When you get to know him, <laughs> he he's did a good player. <laughs> he did
0: some, <laughs> a, did some artwork in London yeah. after that.
1: He used to play for those coats across the <laughs> road, came over. Good fella.
0: <laughs> he's a good fella. I reckon Australia's got a few players with a good luck, if you know
1: Yeah, that's exactly right. <laughs> Once you get to know him, he's a good fella. And then when you really get to know him, you go back. <laughs> just like most of us, really. Yeah, yeah, good you point. You put your best foot forward. Good you point. get to know someone.
0: Mate, I had a whole agenda written up and there's a whole bunch of stuff. there. Nah, Fuck that, nah, that, that good. off. you've done well. Um, mate, do you want to talk about Sri in England? Yeah, yeah, yeah right. I
1: mean, uh, j- look, see, listen, can we quickly go through a couple of plays? Like, can you just give us a... Uh, Summary of Cam Green For example And we brought a big Golden boy in Uh, How do you think he fared
0: I think Cam Green Did a fine job He's going to be A wonderful player He's 21 years old Mm. um, And he could He could play for He could play for 14 years Yeah um, And he'll probably captain Yeah So yeah he was fine He did good Six I'm surprised he didn't Take a wicket He bowls well enough Mm. um, Get his body right He's not even running in yet As you've said in the past On this podcast Mm. His batting looks fine Number six Yeah that's good that's good for me.
1: Big two hundred centimetre golden boy, you know, quick enough, it'll be fine. It mm-hmm. looks fine. Is Wade done? Yeah, he's right on the right on the precipice,
0: I reckon. Right on the precipice. But again, who like for who? I, I'm not sure the answer to that. And they won't Hedy. For who? Eddie. Eddie. Well, tra- mm, yeah, Travis Head's got a couple of years on him. He's got six years on him. Travis oh. Head's not gone. No I capacity. think he'll be next
1: cab I think head, mm. I think Wade was in a better position Than had to score runs in this series I agree uh, But I think it's time to make another investment Matthew Wade's 33 or so isn't he Yes He averages now under 30 yes. In 30 odd test matches yes. Is it going to go up from there? No I don't think uh, so You know it feels crass saying that You made this point off air yesterday Yeah good point um, In contrast, <laughs> You know well in, in opposition to what I just said Wade looks good in a baggy grain it does you look know? very good. It looks good. It looks good. It's chirpy. It's pugnacious. Mm-hmm. It stands up to Neil Wagner. It's a right amount of stubble. Yes. It frames his face. His, fr- his face frames the baggy Perfectly grain nicely. So. So and, the
0: perf- and the baggy grain's got a little bit of beer residue on it. Just, just enough. Scuffed up a little bit. Just, just, so. just enough to say, fuck, he's seen some things. Look me yeah. like, tell you, you may get Maddie Wade and a couple of beers, and they say, call uh, Maddie Lou- and, Lou- <laughs> and Uber.
1: Call him an Uber. After two beers. Quite the rack on tour. Quite the rack on tour, Give him three, chuck him in an Uber immediately. (laughs) For everyone's sake, not least his. Know nothing about him. Never met him. (laughs) It's never happened. uh, I've got best bowling quartet, question mark. All I've got into that is Hazelwood, his farmer, wants a wife. (laughs) (laughs) Hazelwood, his farmer, wants a wife. Mate, he's just, he's fucking
0: side mouth, he's gruff. He actually used to bowl with a straw in his mouth.
1: (laughs) (laughs) He didn't want flies to get in. I just love dry
0: heat in Tamworth, let me tell you we're Very watching uh,
1: Fox today. Yeah. And uh, yes. he, he he littered Pajara mm. and then Warren immediately leapt to his defence and said, It's really nice that Hazelwood comes up and says, Are you okay? Are you okay? And then they mm. they played the audio of it. And he said, said You said you fucking see that one, mate. <laughs> <laughs> no, nah,
0: he's a lovely guy Josh
1: he hey, one, He's a, one of the greats One of the greats actually the greats. Yeah. Uh, Another thing I wanted to say We were um, prepping the 7 show the other day and um, so We Channel should Seven say that we done. spoke
0: to uh, Sonny Gavaska Oh yeah, that was uh, cool. And you can check that out on the internet Yeah,
1: we should say more of that sort of stuff if we were intelligent But mm-hmm.
0: um, After we just said we're watching Fox Cricket today
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, we were watching Seven two days ago, and they had uh, j- just a tight bow around this, and they had right. they had Gideon Haig on to talk to Ali Mitchell, yeah. and I was just wanted to point out that he spoke in you know very nuanced terms about racism and yeah. how it can be more sophisticated in, in like highly sophisticated terms about racism and how it can be more nuanced than uh, you know just racial epithets like that. Often that's what Aussies think racism is, and he's like, no, there's you, you know you can have it in intonation, it carries a weight of history, and I was just. I was just re- like thinking that you know I can't remember such sophisticated analysis making its way onto like mainstream TV in Australia, sure, sure. on a Sunday when everyone's watching the cricket. Uh, obviously, um, there was a few outlets who ran pieces after that focusing on his T-shirt, total landscaping. Mm-hmm. Um, so um, you know, and and then someone else DM'd us and said there were, um, did they need to be concerned about Gideon's lack of arm development? <laughs> so there's still you know a lot out there who'll be like that's the rarest shit I've ever seen in my life, but it's a nice step.
0: Uh, the Alfred the, the dies hard Well yeah, you know yeah. Speaking about racism As you might imagine If you've got any sort of audience You know It comes with its fair share of risk As you can see on the latest iTunes review Oh <laughs> yeah Yep Yeah Yeah
1: One of those uh, reviews that says oh, I like everything about the show Except this one thing Two yeah. out of five <laughs>
0: yeah, It's hard Bit of white guilt Yeah mm. Yeah. Well, if you're upsetting uh, cunts on the internet when you're talking about racism, you're probably upsetting the right kind of people. Um, now, Sri Lanka versus England, mate. Now, the best thing about this was that Sri Lanka had a stick first over there in Gaul, and they got bowled out for 135. Nasser Hussain said it was pathetic, it was a circus, it was the uh, most chaotic 46 overs you've ever seen. It was it, Abysmal. Abysmal. Mm. And I like that kind of gear. Yeah. And we are going to speak to Sam Curran in a moment's time, so we're just sort of racing against the clock here, because mm. he's obviously in Gaul, and it's very lucky to speak to an England player on tour. Um. But uh, I just love the idea that they were just in the huddle, just absolutely pissing themselves, laughing. You, like, the, So so this this isn't available in Australia. Um, yeah. the, it has made streams. Yeah. yeah, so you got to watch it through Sri Lanka's YouTube channel. That's yeah. how you watch it. Grainy. Mate, some of the shots, fuck me. It's great gear. It's unble- like reverse sweeps, fucking chip in the cover in test match, uh, it's it's unbelievable. Um, Don Best took five in the first innings, as you call eight for the match. Mm. Uh, some people on Twitter said it was the worst five I've ever seen in my yeah, life, yeah, of course. Yeah, taking
1: a couple of fifers, have
0: you? <laughs> <laughs> Jack Lech got five in the second innings. He was actually the leading wicket taker in Sri Lanka when they played there two years ago. England yeah. won their three nil two years ago just before, mm. yeah, the almost like he's a, almost three like he's a good ago.
1: bowler and not just a funny cult figure.
0: Yeah, almost, but well, something else. Now, the best thing about this, so obviously they were almost picked three spinners, England, in this game. They picked Donbass and Jack Leach, but what they did was this is the best. This is the second best thing. you're pointing at me when you're talking. <laughs> Mate, hey, 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 <laughs> man I've got fucking anger running through yeah, my yeah, veins yeah, at Australia all... losing at the Gabba yeah. Now, what England did was when the spinners are on, they put Zach Crawley under the lid of bat pad. Fuck, like, I mean wow. Jesus Christ, it's like putting a skyscraper next to a park. It was <laughs> just, just this, this fucking unit, not just, right. But just didn't look right. Not right. Didn't yeah. look right. Just a suburban straight with a skyscraper. Yeah. <laughs> just didn't look right. But fuck, he got in their face. Looks good. I like that kind of gear. Our,
1: boy, d- our boy, Rudy. Yeah. Our boy, Rudy. No, that's the main put question. Put together a match-winning innings. That's the main which question. Which we've been calling for on this show for a long time.
0: Oh, yeah, we are calling for now,
1: it. We only got, what, maybe three or four dozen uh questions immediately sa- asking us to revise our mm. categorisation of, of Root as not a big boy. Yeah. So so one does one... Innings uh, Make a for big boy As I've always asked
0: Does one swallow Make a summer
1: mm. one, um, one Sri Lankan swallow
0: <laughs>
1: mm. <laughs> um, uh, Yeah
0: I'm happy to go with that Happy to go He's back baby Oh he's back Root's yeah. back baby Woo One
1: knock That's all it
0: takes That's all it takes One kiss is all it takes As Dua Lipa once said <sighs> Yeah um, Yeah mate uh, Good Good for him He's back Scored the runs Won the game that, yeah. that, that That's gap, what we want Won the game
1: I, you know, the the other argument would be that like maybe like the, the problem that Joe Root has is he What's strikes that, me as an extraordinarily normal and good person. Yeah. And it also strikes me that in order to be one of these, you know, so called big boys, that mm-hmm. you need to be very strange. You yeah. You need to okay. be strange and obsessive. Yeah. Uh in, in a in a right. way that might actually take you away from um reality. that idea of yeah, reality. <laughs>
0: yeah. <laughs> okay, so Smith is an obvious one. Who else are you talking about here?
1: Well, in their own ways, you know, like, I mean, I'm not going to, I mean, Smithy is the obvious one. Co- Coley, Coley is a conspiracy theorist. He's a conspiracy theorist. That. Yeah. yeah, that's right. Yeah. So yeah. that's us done. He's um, big on,
0: um, wasn't the moon landing? Was that what it was? He's big on conspiracy theories. It was put to I'm not sure that, it's, I'm not yeah. sure it's QAnon stuff, but.
1: Mm, that's right. It's more just your standard, yeah. you know, Lee Harvey Oswald. Yeah. Yeah. But I uh, did a bit, did it? Mm. Bullet. <laughs> um, Yeah. So that's that, and Kane Williamson. Well, we're going to talk to Tim Southey. We're going to talk to Tim Southey. There's skeletons there with New There's Zealand. They're skeletons. not letting us know what they are, but they're yeah, covering yeah. up. It's Stepford. Listen yeah, to the, Listen yeah. to the straightness of these blokes. Yeah, yeah. Except with, with respect, to, oh, they yeah, Nation. Hmm. They do open the door a little bit, but fuck, it's only a little bit of light they're letting in there. Jesus. Yeah. So that's how I defend. The big boys are weird. Root seems to have the respect of his teammates. He's a generational player. Mm -hmm. He averages – he's going to average mid-40s. Maybe that's enough for him. I think he averages 49 at the moment. Really? Yeah, I think so.
0: I think so. But, I mean, his trajectory is – Slippery slide mm. Well, not anymore. Maybe it's you.
1: 228 will help. Australia's there for the taking.
0: But then he got out for one in the uh mm. in the in the next thing he's got run mm. out. So there's this guy there um who's in England. He would have seen this Pez. Now what's yeah. his name? His name. His name. Well I know his um, I know his DJ Rob name. Lewis. His name's Rob Lewis. What's his DJ name? Randy Caddock. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, okay, of course it is. Yeah. Now he's he's like he's trapped in Sri Lanka. He's trapped. He's trapped in Sri Lanka. Um he He's, decided to stay. He stuck there in Sri Lanka. He you? went to see them yeah. ten months ago 10 when months England ago. wanted to come out. They yeah. cancelled
1: it. He said, oh, "I'm just going to hang around." Yeah. He could do his work there, I think. Mm. And mm. Uh, must be nice. And then he um, he got to
0: watch them. Yeah. Bit of money floating about there for Randy, is there? Oh
1: yeah, yeah.
0: Get cynical <laughs> about it. <laughs> yeah. So um, I saw that uh, Joe wrote, then gave him a phone call. So if anyone doesn't know what this is, there's a guy who's like just sitting on top of the hill at one end at the G- at Gaul Stadium, whatever that stadium's called. Mm. Excuse my ignorance. Um, Sri Lankan listeners And he was like Singing Jerusalem by himself He's been cheering him on He's playing tunes Yeah well.
1: Heavy too oh, I'm he going to ask tunes? Sam about it I'm bangers yeah. yeah I was just watching on the uh, On the YouTube And I could hear some serious Fucking Like it was Getting a bit heavy like, <laughs> A bit like It's fucking you It's mean? kicking in You know what I mean
0: <laughs> I thought you meant He was playing like a Dell or something
1: No 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 no. Not like emotionally heavy <laughs> yeah. No just the beat The beat he is coming heavy He's my brother h- Hard Okay Hard and He's fast He's coming hard Yeah only Caddick's coming hard from goal. I don't know, like Joe Root's batting with Stuart Broad, and you know, <laughs> just trying to set up a, a, a lead and that yep. kind of thing. And it's just, <laughs> <laughs> it's just a bit incongruous. But well, five day test day. I don't DJ. So yeah, fuck that's respect good. to me. Good gear. Good gear. Mm.
0: Well, anyway, England won that game by seven wickets. They were they were three for fourteen, chasing 75, 74, 73, one of those numbers, yep. and they should have been four for fourteen overnight or fourteen for four, as you yeah. sky as yeah. you Sky Sports cricket fans like to address it. And uh, you know, it didn't work out. But uh, it's weird that these small chases—they weird, aren't they? Especially when it's spinning, fucking few nerves. <sighs>
1: Australia might have struggled than that. Well, their tail, crack yeah tail. Well, normally we can always rely on winning in home conditions, in home comforts. You get home, you're the king of your domain, but no longer is that the case. We're, we're wanderers hey, now. Australia? I don't know. Maybe this is great for Australian cricket culture. You know, we, we can relinquish that kind of arrogance now that the Gabba hoodoo and whatnot's been broken. Maybe we'll be wandering around. No, we won't Australia at all. Was Australia was home Australia was
0: coming home from a nine-to-five job, loose my tie around neck, where's yeah. my fucking dinner? Yeah. I come home.
2: Where's my
1: fucking dinner? <laughs> I'm Tony
0: Carroll saying oh. it. I come home, I have a fucking whiskey yeah. on the rocks. I watch me shows yeah. and then you know what happens yeah. when daddy gets to drinking. What?
1: I go to sleep. Yeah, <laughs> I got a full eight hours and I go to work again mm. at my accounting firm. It kind of goes in cycles with Australia. Like, When Mickey Arthur took over It was like Oh that's great We've got a bit more Of an education background A little bit more nuance to it Your Ed (laughs) Cowans are opening The batting etc It's a little bit more highbrow Lose a few games It's like Let's fucking get Goof (laughs) in And fucking bump (laughs) these cunts you have got to Get cunts. him in and just fucking give it away. work hard and yeah. get these cunts out. Yep. And then what happened there? Sandpaper, et cetera. Mm-hmm. We've gone back to a more genteel approach. They're just starting to get, yeah. Meditation. Yeah, And, you know, poor old Langer and Payne are trying to manage the, mm. the like, rift, the, the great divide of the psyche of the Australian. The great divide. They've now lost being nice, but they're in trouble for be- I mean, what's going to happen? Where do we go now? Do we go back sort of Lehman style or... Where do we go? We're lost. We're wandering. India's broken us. Mm. Asian century. Join Asia. Forget the US. China. <laughs> India. Let's go. Actually, India and Australia in a pact to get, uh, against China, but a bit of a yeah, sure. unilateral sure, thing. Stuff. Yeah. yeah. Actually, yeah. Mm. Mm. We'll explain.
0: Hey, um, Sam Curran is going to be on the phone in a couple of minutes. Uh, like he's just calling us up. Yeah. Um, so, as ever, Pez uh, Ponting Wines uh, bringing. Bringing to you, the fair listener and viewer out there on the internet,
1: um, There's all these interviews. These interviews, yeah. Sam Curran and Tim Southey brought to you by Ponting Wines. Ricky Ponting, who at the start of the day said, we just need to make him uncomfortable. Mm. He was like, oh, that's an interesting comment. That's an interesting comment. But who, I mean, he is a man of great gravitas, mm. an ornament to the game. And uh, if you purchase <laughs> a case of Ponting Wines, you're going to get 10% off If you use the code getafew, G-E-T-A-F-E-W, and they're kind enough to uh – bringing these interviews. So, Pez, also just want to give a quick shout-out for the Patreon. <coughs> yeah. Many, many, uh, yeah. many people joined the
0: last week or a couple of weeks or so. We we spoke to Ben Menenti last week. We spoke to um, Hatzoglu the week before. Yeah. There's an interview with Ben Lachlan there, Adam Zampa, Jason Crazier, all these little extras you get. You also get episode 23 came out last week of Hashtag Us Fridays where we went to in-depth discussion yeah. over whether Warn is our Maradona.
1: Is Warn Maradona. We're also t- getting in-depth about thickness, Yep. Who's thick? Who isn't? Two Cs. Can you play international cricket without being thick? I say no. And also getting really deep into throwdown uh etiquette. Yes, that's right. Yeah, that's right.
0: That's patreon.com forward slash Greg Cricketer.
2: Wait, are you gaming on a Chromebook?
0: Yep. Yeah
2: In fact, there weren't many players before the war who liked Brad.
0: That's life. Just fucking back properly. That's what all the people say. you have to give him the whole call. You're riding high in April, shot down in May. Funny, a banter. But I know I'm gonna change that tune. The little
2: bastard didn't even put when fifty I'm quid on the bar and top, say, "Boys, have a beer." Top
0: in June banter I said that's life. that's life and as funny as it may seem Pop-pop. some people get their kicks on banter stomping on a dream
2: but I don't let it let it get me down the little bastard 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 cause this fine old world it keeps around. Boys, have a beer. I've been a puppet, a pauper, a pirate, a poet.
1: We didn't want him to come and have a drink with us. Okay, he was Wisden Young Cricketer of the Year. He debuted at 17 for Surrey, uh, 19 for England. He bats, he bowls. He's taken his older brother's spot at various times, which is extremely <laughs> alpha. Uh, he's with the England cricket team now. He joins us from Sri Lanka. Sam Curran, welcome to The Great Cricketer.
3: Hey, guys. Thanks for having me. Good beer.
1: Nice. Uh, Sam, j- just before we get to the series that you're involved in, uh, obviously it has to be about us. We're, we're recording in the minutes <laughs> after Australia's defeat to India at the Gabba, uh, which, which is our safe place and we're no longer safe. Yes. Um, just how much laughter and joy is there among your team uh, at Australia capitulating to <laughs> India in this manner?
3: <laughs> yeah, to be fair, we've all been watching it from Sri Lanka, like you said. Um, what an amazing game. I was glued to the TV there for a few hours. Um, now, nah, fair play to India. They played really well, didn't they? Um, but, yeah. pity of the Aussies have lost their status to the Gabba.
0: <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, so it was the, very sincere. The sincerity, yeah. Now, in my, in my mind, Sam, everyone's problems <laughs> are everyone's, everyone's, everyone's one room. Call of Duty has just been completely banned. I'm imagining so just clapping everyone. Come on, boys. Come on. Yes. Washington Sunday. Here we go. Is that what it's like? <laughs> well, I didn't watch it with anyone,
3: but um, we all just had some lunch and there was a lot of, a lot of good chat going around this time. But, um, <laughs> but um, no, it was, it was a great win. And yeah, India did really well, especially after all their injuries and things
0: like that. Yeah. Fair enough, fair enough. Well, speaking on the theme of laughing, obviously you've had a fantastic uh, opening win uh, over there in Gaul um, in Sri Lanka. And you, you guys actually cleaned up Sri Lanka in the first innings, 135. I don't know if you've seen the footage, but back, back in the Sky Sports studio, there was, I think it was Rob Key. I think, uh, you know, Wardy was there, my friend Wardy. And uh, and NASA was just ripping into the strike and batting performance. There was obviously reverse sweeps going wrong, spoons to cover. You know, were you guys just like going into the huddle after every Don Best and just laughing?
3: <laughs> um, to be fair, we came off after that innings and um, there was a few burgles, which I reckon you're not going to take for granted. So it was... Um, you saw you saw the way and uh, Sri Lanka came back in the second innings we yeah. bowled hundred and forty overs so, they batted really well. Mm. Um, yeah, luckily and then Dan Lawrence and Johnny played really nicely to knock off their little target of seventy yards. Mm.
1: There was another strange scenario in the match as well, Sam. Where and, and you would have noted this, where, um, Rudy, my mate Rudy, yeah, has, Rudy. Uh, has, yeah. has played a sweep or a reverse. I can't remember. And he's under it into the ground. Yeah. There was a bit of consternation that the, the <laughs> camera flat. You know, the DRS not out. Everyone moves on. Mickey Arthur's losing his mind, <laughs> saying that uh, he's come off his glove and he's being caught. Uh, he's being caught at short leg. Um, and then another umpire saying no, it's actually hit the ground. Bounce, like, can yeah. you shed any light on that? Is it the the most village exposure <laughs> of an international kind of um, person and international actual cricket guy yes. not knowing the rules of the game?
3: <laughs> to be fair, we all actually came up on the TV whilst we were batting all, all the boys were in stitches because obviously he thought From the from the front angle it obviously looked out but then from side on Ruti obviously hit it into the ground but um, yeah, I, th- I think I saw a bit of bottle throwing and things like that, which was quite funny to watch.
0: <laughs> Obviously a hugely important innings for Joe, 228, I think it was, mm-hmm. in the end. You know, there's, there's been a lot of chat around the cricketing world um, mm-hmm. about, you know, the who are the top the top three, top four big boys, you know? Did mm-hmm. did, did Joe come into the shares just screaming, shirt off, beers, get around me, boys, I'm backing the big boys, yeah, is that the what he said? Big boy again. <laughs>
3: Yeah, to be fair, no, Ruti played really well, like you, like you said, um, mm. he's obviously a world-class player, yeah. um, last year was obviously reasonably quiet for him, but to start the year off with the double hundred, just kind of, we've obviously got a massive test year with, I think there's probably 17 tests for us, mm. it's quite a, quite a big year, so for our captain to start like that, which was really nice, and um, hopefully come Friday he can at a double-ton
1: again. Mm. Mm, of course. One mm. what, what on you, Sam. Just noting that uh, in, in the first test, you, you batted seven, you opened the bowling. There's so much conversation in Australia about all-rounders and yeah. it just always strikes me how difficult it must be to have expectations to deliver with both the bat and the ball at the very highest level of the game. And, I, I mean, I know in Australia, unless you kind of average over 35 with the bat and under sort of 28 with the ball, <laughs> everyone thinks you're shit, you know? Um, <laughs> h- how, how do you go about preparing for both disciplines and... And do you think the expectations on all-rounders is correct?
3: Yeah, well, I think um, we've actually got Keith Callis with us here. Talking of averages, he has about 50 on the yeah, bat, probably 29 of the ball. So <laughs> yeah. he wasn't too bad. Um, but um, No, I think there is a lot of responsibility on all-rounders, but I think it's a nice responsibility to have because I'm someone who probably goes out there, tries to make an impact with both bats and ball, and when you get a first baller like I did, you've got to try to take a few wickets. So mm. that's um, that's kind of the nice part when you fail one aspect of the game you can always contribute whereas if you're battering and you're nicking off early your game's almost done so um, I think it's a nice place to be in but you could say there's a bit more expectation but um yeah, it's always nice to have all-rounders in the side, and obviously Cameron Green's done really well as well for the
0: Aussies. Mm. Hey, you said there, Jacques Callis obviously mm. be a batting consultant for England at the moment, isn't he? I mean, first of all, just it does look a little yeah. bit weird, doesn't it, when like he's wearing England kit at training? It doesn't, not, doesn't something quite doesn't quite match up there, you know? But like, but also, can we just talk about the chest on this thing? Yeah. I mean, I mean, how big is this guy? <laughs> I need to know how big he is. How thick is he?
3: <laughs> oh well. I've got to be careful what I say, I don't I? Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, no, nah, he's always been, I think he's just a pretty, pretty strong unit. He has to be strong yeah. to bowl a lot of overs and um, score lots of runs like he did. But no, nah, it's very strange even for me. Mm. Always chatting to him and stuff. Yeah. see him in England, kids, obviously. Yeah. Great for us because we're all taking a, a lot from it. Um, but mm. yeah, he's great to be around and hopefully, it's not the first tour he does with us, hopefully he can hang around for a while.
1: Mm. Sam, uh, there's been a lot of press about Rob Lewis, uh, who yeah. spent 10 months in Sri Lanka waiting for the team The old team Randy Caddick. To... Well, I was going to say, waiting for the team... <laughs> the old Randy Caddick. Cuz <laughs> doesn't have a name for my penis, anyway. Yeah, um, <laughs> but, um, sorry, Sam, but... Uh, <laughs> He spent 10 months in Sri Lanka yeah. waiting for the team to return after the original series was postponed in, in March. And you said he's DJ Randy Caddick. Uh, he's waited 10 months to see you guys. Now, I was watching on Sri Lankan cricket YouTube. It's the only way to watch it mm. in Australia. Was I hearing some of his tunes through YouTube? <laughs> very, very heavy. Um, and was that welcome? Um, the house at, music. Yeah, it was house. <laughs> but just, you know, root and broad batting and some house music in the most picturesque ground. I, I kind of liked it. Yeah. I just wondered whether was that welcome for you guys um, and, and what did you make of that kind of fandom?
3: <laughs> yeah to be fair we actually read about it probably a week before the series there was a rumour going around that it, there was a fan in Sri Lanka who had stayed yeah because we flew back in March because of um, COVID so we obviously got home and then he's hung around and to be fair to him it's been a great story he's done what he's done for 10 months in Sri Lanka but um, he's obviously turned himself into a DJ old Randy Caddick. and um, <laughs> yeah it was quite weird actually because the ground's obviously no one watching and then we had this the army fan on the fort and then apparently the police came and they said you can't watch this game and then our media manager got him some pass that let him into the ground so he was buzzing with that but um yeah it's a great story.
0: I think he's been playing house parties mostly the last yeah, ten months yeah, just sort of yeah. going yeah, around. Scene, just yeah. doing just doing house parties, yeah. Yeah hey, uh, I noticed uh I mean Moane obviously unfortunately contracted COVID I think before or during the during the transit to Sri Lanka. He's out of quarantine now. How's Moane doing?
3: Yeah good obviously tough start for Mo. We all all very upset for him. Obviously, he's a quality cricketer for us, and to, for him to have to spend two weeks in a bedroom, it's not great. So it's obviously we all walked off actually day day four, and we walked in just him. He was back in the room, and the boys saw sort the of smiles on their faces. Um, really nice to have him back, and hopefully he can be back on the park playing soon because he's um, will be a great, great player to have back on the side.
0: Mm. I noticed that uh, in your twenty test twenty test to date, Sam, um, you've got a pretty amazing record. I mean, England almost always win when you play i mean how keen are you for jimmy Anderson to retire so you can just play all the time
3: (laughs) um nah obviously (laughs) to to be playing with jimmy's obviously great um i'm learning a hell of a lot from him um he's one of the one of the greats so i'm sure i think he's he's probably 39 now so he's still a world-class bowler Mm -hmm. don't know when he'll be done but hopefully it's not hopefully he can come over to the Ashes in November and get you out, boys, out of the gabba.
1: <laughs> we never <laughs> lose at the gabba. Yeah, yeah. Well, we, we do now. I just get the feeling it's just, it's just. No one's meant to say a bad word about Broad or Anderson, hey? They're just, they're, 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 they're just the kings of the jungle, the and you, they, you, can, you guys just play whenever you need to play. It's all good. <laughs> hey, yeah, it's just
0: just on just on that Sam. Uh, I noticed that, uh, that that Brody, my friend Brody now he's he's batting beneath. Jack Leach in the order. Leach is now up to ten. I mean, how does that go for Stuart? He's at, he has got a test one hundred and sixty nine, of course, not bad for an eleven.
3: <laughs> yeah, well, a test hundred. You're not going to take that off him. He's obviously a very dangerous batter, Brody. And I don't know, actually, I'm quite confused with the batting order this week. To be fair, mm. um, but yeah, Leachy. Aussies know Leachy well, don't they, with his batting?
1: Mm. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um. Uh, the Steve Simms was just mocking Chris Rogers there that time. Um, but um, <laughs> Sam, uh, we'll, we'll let you go. Thanks so much for joining us and give us an update. Hopefully we can catch up with a few more of the guys throughout the, uh, throughout the series. Uh, and, uh, and hopefully we'll see you out here in the summer. Yeah. Perfect, guys. Enjoy. Thanks for having me. Here goes. The man on the line yeah. has played 77 tests, taken 302 wickets, the third New Zealander. To take more than mm. 300 tests wickets, a best of seven for 64. That includes a tenfer as well, mm-hmm. eleven fifers, five fifties at that level, 190 ODI wickets, 460 first-class wickets, and 23 fifers There, a first-class tan. He's played 295 times for his country across all three formats. I'm talking about uh, a very good-looking man as well, I call him a Rooster. Looking. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Tim Southey, uh, Tim, welcome to the Great Cricketer.
2: Hey guys, great to be here.
1: You often get referred to as a good looking rooster, <laughs> just off the top of my head there.
2: No, no. I haven't heard that one too many times. Um been referred to a plenty of other other names, but um but a good looking rooster hasn't been, hasn't really been, been one of them, especially <laughs> from uh, from Australians as well. <laughs> we'll get into
1: that actually. Yeah, yeah we're yeah. wonderful people. Um yeah. you you Tim uh, we'll just go from the top here. You know, you were obviously a worldly from yeah. day dot under-19s World Cup and you debuted for New Zealand at 19 so from a grade cricketer perspective you've probably not played a game of club cricket in your life have you?
2: Uh, I actually played a game this season um, I I like to give back to the club where, where I can my brother still plays and uh, there's a few mates that still play this. so any opportunity I don't mind getting back to um, back to a bit of, of grade cricket but um, but yes yeah, it's, it's very few and far between these days But uh, but whenever there's an opportunity it's always great to get back and that's where it all started, it, so it's, it's nice to get back
0: um, in some way. Now, we're obviously in Australia, Tim, and we've seen a couple of guys who are in the current Australian team. I'm thinking straight off the top of my head, Marnus Labashain was, was bowling for his club side uh, Redlands in Queensland. He was he was wearing his Queensland kit, wasn't he? In mm. bowling pace. In bowling pace. We've seen him batting his Queensland lid as well. Not many guys batting in the Australian. lid. Steve Smith did that when he was on his band, wasn't he? He was batting for Sutherland and his Aussie lid. I mean, like, are you, are, you, are you wearing Black Caps kit, you know, playing for your club side?
2: No, mm. uh, definitely not. Um yeah, I try and sort of fit in as one of the one of the normal blokes at the club. Um, it's a country club, so um I'm sure if I'd rock, rocked up in uh in Black Cat's kit I'd get a, a real ribbing. Um, so yeah, it's uh as as far away from, from Black Cat's Kit as I can possibly find. Mm.
0: Interesting. Now, uh, you you played. Uh, you obviously had a standout Under Nineteen World Cup tournament back in the day. Then you also had a great debut season that sort of led you into your into your Test career, debuting at nineteen. But I was having a look at that Under Nineteen World Cup back in two thousand eight. Mm-hmm. I actually noticed Kane, uh, my friend oh, Kane, my was, friend Kane yeah, yeah, my friend Kane was captain of the New Zealand side as well. You guys made it all the way to the semi final. Then you got done by uh, India that year, which was actually in Kuala Lumpur that that semi final. Obviously, a famous cricketing destination. And Vrat Kohli <laughs> was the captain of India. I mean, what what are your memories of the two thousand eight? Under nineteen World Cup.
2: Yeah, there was. It was um, there's been some great players come out of that World Cup. As you, you mentioned, a couple. I think Steve Smith was there for Australia, <laughs> along with a, along with a few others. So um, yeah, it was. Uh, we had a we had a pretty good side. Obviously, New Zealand, uh, reasonably small country and small player pool. So um, yeah, we had a, We were lucky. We had a number of guys there. Trent Bolt was there as well. Ah. Um, Corey Corey Anderson. Yeah. Um, so there was a. There's a few guys that have been able to go on and play for New Zealand from that under nineteen team. So we were yeah, we were we were a reasonable side and um and we'd played a lot of cricket together leading into that so um that sort of helped and we got on a bit of a roll and, and made our way through to, to a semi final which was probably stock standard for New Zealand side at that that time. Um couldn't quite make, make it through to the final. Yeah.
1: I was looking at Wikipedia just as you know initial research into you Tim and obviously Wikipedia being a bastion of truth, um, yes, right. uh, I, I noticed that <laughs> you played rep rugby as a junior. So I guess my question is, like like many Victorians in Australia, was footy the dream, and then cricket the backup for you?
2: A little bit like that. Um, obviously, rugby in New Zealand is, is, a, is a massive sport, and all the kids growing up want to be an All Black. And if you can't do that, then uh, you try and try and be a black cap and. Um, if you can't do that I'm not sure what you end up doing, but I was fortunate enough to sort of make it make a way in the in the latter and um yeah, I still follow my rugby very closely and um uh, the dream was always to, to represent New Zealand. I guess I've been pretty lucky to do it for, for a reasonably long period of time in, in the in the cricket side. Um, so yeah, um I think most young young sporting kids in New Zealand aspire to be to be the all blacks or, or the black cats nowadays.
1: Do you think the success of the All Blacks, like like whereby the Wallabies now can't win against them, um, has hastened the death of rugby in Australia? And do you feel bad about that?
2: I'd be lying if I said I feel bad. But um, <laughs> yeah, I, I guess it's always been hard for for us as cricketers to be compared to the to the to the All Blacks here in New Zealand, where they they win a lot. Um, obviously, they've. Um, yeah, that's, uh, they've been a very successful side for for a long period of time, and um, unfortunately for you guys, the, the Wallabies have been on the receiving end for for a while now. But as a kid growing up, I, I loved watching the World Cup, and um, I, I still I still do enjoy it. And, and we know whenever we play Australia in any sport, it's always a, a great occasion and, and something that the whole country enjoys um, playing against the, the big brothers across the across the Tasman.
0: Well, the great thing is that we don't actually even watch the Wallabies anymore until until they're good again. But then yeah. we'll start. Then we'll start watching the rugby again. Yeah. Hey, Tim. Um, you, I mean, Tim. Tim said before. I mean, so Sam said before. You know, obviously, absolute world. debuting Test cricket under, uh, at nineteen against England at Napier. Started off pretty well, five for fifty-five. Then whacked seventy-seven off forty rocks in the second dig. I mean, that's now 13, 14 years ago. Now, I mean, do you look back on it now and just be like, yeah, Test cricket was really easy.
2: Yeah, I guess at the time you're still you're young and probably a little bit naive um, to what it's all about. I played a few handful of first class games, and yeah, a year or so before that, you're playing against playing against school cricketers. And um, yeah, it's, uh, at the time, it sort of was all a bit of a bit of a blur, and because you're probably so young, you don't actually think about about it too too much. You just go out there and you just sort of play with that freedom and that um, that yeah, just the freedom of of being 19 years old. Whereas, sort of the older you get, the more the more you think about stuff, and the more you sort of tend to overthink things. So I think, yeah, it was uh, it was a, it was a great way to I guess come in and and know that you can perform at that level, and then uh, things probably didn't go according to plan after that. And spend a bit of time in and out of the side, and mm. um, so yeah, it's uh, yeah, it's been a bit of a bit of a roller coaster ride, but it's it's been uh, thoroughly enjoyable.
1: Tim, look. It's going to level with you. Like, like we've interviewed a couple of Kiwis on this show yeah. now. Like, you, your great mate, Trent Bolt, Neil mm. Wagner, Will yep. Somerville. Yep. Um, like, the the abiding reaction is that you're all just lovely people yeah. who speak positively about cricket. Mm. You're very humble people and uh, very attractive too. Um, <laughs> Now, look, cr- cricket's a... Tremendously brutal game. Doesn't matter where you're from. Mm. It's a brutal game. It borders on inhumane. It rewards self interested behaviour. Mm. It produces extreme coping mechanisms and conditions people to ruthlessness on and off the field. So, so with that in mind, like, can you trust why for grade cricketers the Kiwi positivity is really? Or can you explain and understand why for grade cricketers, Kiwi positivity is really difficult to trust?
2: <laughs> I think it's a hard, it's a hard thing to sort of explain, but we we've since I've played for a little bit of time now, we sort of almost tried to play like the Australians and we couldn't do that. And we tried to play like the English and we sort of couldn't do that either. And then it wasn't until sort of it was under Brendan McCullum's captaincy where we just played like Kiwis and we just wanted to play how um, we wanted people to see us as Kiwis and it sat comfortable with us. And I think it's sort of, sort of just flowing on from there. And I don't think anyone means to be the way we are, but it's just how... Um, not just us, but you just your average Kiwi bloke sort of yeah. sort of is, um, yeah. So it's, I think it's probably just something that it's it's comfortable with us. Um, the Aussies play in, in their way, which is it obviously gets the best out of them, and they've been a great side for a, for a long period of time. And um, and the Indians play the way the Indians play. So I think it's just something that mm-hmm. that just sits comfortable with us. It's just trying to be genuine, just good bastards. I
1: suppose <laughs> good bastards. I like that. Like and. I think this sort of says more about us as Aussies that we struggle to trust the Kiwi positivity. Mm. I mean, can you just assure us that, like, be cricket being cricket and you've chosen to play cricket, mm. that, like, the side, although it's attractive, it has curated Instagram profiles, you're mm. so wonderful to listen to and refreshing, really, that you do have skeletons in mm. the closet. Like don't, You don't it's have to tell summer. us what they are, <laughs> but just let us know that like, there are some skeletons <laughs> and there is some sort of strangeness in the side because it's all just a bit sort of 10 out of 10, you know. Oh, yeah. like, it's a bit Stepford. Yeah. Oh,
2: yeah, definitely. There's, um, there's a whole lot of it, but, um, but yeah, we'll leave those for <laughs> okay. for, a, for another day, that's, that's for sure. A, I Um need to be Yeah. Yeah. No, yeah. We'll, we'll leave
0: it for any day. <laughs> okay. Now, Tim, I, I know you're aware of, you know, the great cricketer, tone and thank you for the Instagram likes So over the years. But, I mean, you obviously be aware of the rig-based selection. And, I, I, I mean, Kyle Jamison, how's the rig on it? Yeah. I mean, this thing is unbelievable. Bowls, wheels. I mean, that's an exciting prospect for this test team. <laughs>
2: yeah he's come I in he's he's the way that he's taken to test cricket has been phenomenal um mm. he's almost a year into the into his test game now and um yeah he's flying so um he's been a great asset to the to the side obviously he's been been about nine foot helps um but he's <laughs> he's a great kid he he came on that tour to australia which we' tried to yeah. get about last year yeah. um and uh, and he, and he just you could just see from the start he wanted to learn wanted to get better just sort of sat there and, uh, and took everything in and, and we've seen like each game he's just just kept getting better and better so um, yeah hopefully he uh, can stay injury free and uh, I'm sure we'll see plenty more good things from him over the years. Mm.
1: Is there the same fascination with rigs in New Zealand Tim? Like in Australia Cameron Green is a wonderful cricketer, very mm. skilled but most of the conversation is about whether or not he's 200 mm. centimetres how tall he? and how big his hands are. <laughs> um, is that just a function of Australian mentality or, or, or is it the same for Kyle in New Zealand? Mm.
2: Probably more of an Australian thing. Um, There's a few guys that you you can kind of hide your rug a little bit in cricket shirts where you sort of ask for an exercise up and kind of tuck it in where it sort of makes you look a little bit better than what you can. but, um, (laughs) But yeah. Um, yeah, I think the the I think it's probably more in Australia than the weather's a bit warmer, so you probably get your rig out a little bit more mm-hmm. over there than what you do here in
0: New Zealand. Uh, yeah, hey, Tim, how much how much does the, does the team in New Zealand at the moment talk about you know that number one Test ranking? Because I know that like if you know in Australia when Australia has, has gone back to number one or whatever, you know, there's it's in every bit of PR marketing. There's there's random emails come out, you know, text messages from Chinese marketing agencies come mm. out to just a random numbers. You know, we we really celebrate you know being number one. Whereas I feel like New Zealand, we're like oh yeah, we just play some good cricket, you know, just hitting some balls and, you yeah, know, just taking our wickets and stuff. Like, what's what's the sort of, how much does New Zealand talk about being number one?
2: I think it's because it's the first time that we've been able to reach that. It's been it's been pretty cool and pretty special. The guys, we enjoyed um, uh, a few cold ones after the last test match celebrating um, yeah. what is a first for us as, as a country. But, um, but, yeah, sort of life carries on, doesn't it? It sort of doesn't really um, mm. consume too much of our time. It's... It's pretty cool to, to be there, but um, but we know that um, when you when you chuck on the whites again, and our know, um, our rankings don't really matter too much. It's mm. about the job in hand and what you what you're trying to achieve. So um, mm. I think it's pretty cool, and it sort of shows you the the hard work that's gone in over over a number of years, and that a lot of players have sort of contributed to that, and we we recognise that and we understand that. But um, mm. but yeah, it sort of doesn't really um, consume too much of of, of our um, mm. of our energy or our time.
1: How big is the Lords World Test Championship final for you guys? You're in the mix for it. Mm. Uh, I know there's a lot of talk about it in Australia over here. I, I know you'd still have to make it, but if you did, who'd be your preferred opponent at Lords? India, England, or Australia, and why? Yeah, I think the championship's
2: uh, uh, quite a quite a um, cool concept. If you and and obviously I've still been in the in the mix. I think we actually want Australia to win, which is we're finding it very hard to actually sit here and cheer for the Australian side. But um, but yeah, I think it does help our does help our chances. So um, if they're able to do that, then that'll be great for us. But uh, but yeah, I guess it adds a little bit of excitement. And and I think I think any time New Zealand play Australia, it's uh, as I said, touched on earlier. It's uh, in any sport here in New Zealand, it's a it's a great. Um, great time, and and it'll be nice to, I guess, uh, get a chance to resurrect what what sort of happened last summer in Australia, and we we were absolutely, uh, yeah, not quite at our best, and uh, and Australia were too good for us. So on a on a neutral venue, it wouldn't be my, wouldn't wouldn't be bad to play against the Australians. Mm.
0: Tim, I know. Pez said at the, at the beginning of the intro, you know just gone past 300 test wickets and congratulations on that. I'm sure that'll, win, that'll mean the world from, uh, you know, to you. That, come, that coming from me. But, um, you know, 300 test wickets an incredible achievement. I just noticed that, um, you know, Nathan Lyon is playing his 100th test right now. You debuted three years earlier and have played 77, sort of just highlighting how few tests New Zealand play compared to England, India and Australia. I, I think I'm right also saying that New Zealand's their schedule for the next three years, you guys have only got eight tests away so, again, just highlighting how few tests New Zealand play compared to sort of the big three, inverted commas. I mean, how frustrating is it that New Zealand don't get to play as many tests?
2: I think until recent years, you probably haven't deserved um, to play the bigger series and play. we played a lot of two-match series, which I guess can be can be frustrating at times. I think the players, mm. our players, they all still love test cricket. Um, obviously, T20's come in and sort of um, consumed a lot of... Uh, Tours and whatnot as well, but the guys still test cricket is still the pinnacle, and we love love playing test cricket, and we always want to play more. Um, so it is a little bit frustrating that we don't play play much. Um, I think yeah. So just shows you between I've been sort of dropped and injured a, a little bit through that time as well. But um, yeah, to, um, it does it does show you that we do we don't actually play a, a lot of test cricket, which is, is frustrating at times because uh, the guys do do love it, and um, yeah, I think we're probably worthy of a little bit more more test cricket nowadays.
1: Uh, we've seen over here, Tim, there's been a big, a whole bunch of conversation about crowd behaviour in Australia and, you know, certain sections say it needs to improve in Australia, which I think is true, and then other sections would say, but also it happens around the world as well. I mean, from your perspective, like, you know, where's been the roughest place to play in terms of crowd abuse and um, would you share the prevailing views—a uh, view that Australia has a few issues to sort out?
2: I think Australia is always always a, a tough place to go in terms of crowd, but but um, that's expected. Like we go to Australia, we expect the crowd to be tough, the the cricket to be tough. Um, I think it's just when you cross the line, and obviously there's a little bit of racial abuse, which is uh, just a just a no go zone. Um, so that's disappointing to hear um, that that I guess that. That kind of stuff has been said um, the banter and the and the stuff you you expect expect to get is I think is is fine um, but I think when you when you bring race into it it's obviously a, you, you're definitely crossing crossing the line so um I think there's there's always there's always place for a bit of banter and a bit of tongue-in-cheek and a bit of you, you you're going to go to Australia you know the crowd are going to play a play a part um, you just hope that they, they just don't cross the cross the line mm.
1: Uh, and just finally, Tim, given you guys swept um, India last year in, mm. in New Zealand, you picked up 14 wickets across two tests. Mm. What advice do you have to Australia who uh, haven't been able to do similar in their own home conditions against India?
2: <laughs> um, not much advice. The Aussies are uh, a pretty good side, so I'm, I'm sure they, they know what they're doing. But, um, but it's been a great series to to watch, um, two, two great sides going at it. So um, as a... Avid cricket fan and a bit of a cricket badger. It's nice to, to sit back and watch uh, two quality sides going at it.
1: Awesome. We'll let you do just that. Uh, Tim Southey, thanks for joining us. Cool, no worries, guys. Pleasure to be here. Okay, he goes, well, the mutant virus hasn't abated around the world yet. No. Uh, and that means that there is a market for face masks. It's needed. And our great friends at Budgie Smuggler are providing them. And not only are they providing them for you, but you can put your own design on them or get their good designs. You can look good, play good, feel good. Yeah. Right? You can feel and That's the main thing. Oh, yeah. As, as we well know. Uh, so... We want, to, we want to commend those face masks to you via Budgie Smuggler. And the other thing we want to commend to the dear listener is uh, that Budgie are partnering with Batting for Change, yeah. which is run by our great friend Ryan Carters. Yeah. Former first-class cricketer Ryan Carters, shared in a 500-run stand, I think, with Aaron Finch, was Aaron it? Finch. Against New Zealand, yeah, for Australia, right? Yeah. Hell of a cricketer. smarter sma- A smarter person. Mm. More academically gifted than probably was a cricketer. He's running batting for change to back what is called the inaugural national backyard cricket day which is supporting educational projects overseas in cricket playing nations and at home in regional australia so what they're trying to do is raise funds to support students from developing cricket playing countries to complete tertiary education both vocational and university thousands of students from developing nations wonderful wonderful cause now what he wants you to do what what national backyard cricket day is is a community event to raise funds to level the global playing field in education so what you've got to do is register a game uh, by January the 31st. Go to nationalbackyardcricket.com to register your game or donate to them. Very good course. couple of marquee games going on. He goes, what sort of game would you design were you to be participating in this, which I expect you to do?
0: Now, when you say, what sort of game would I design, what do you what do you mean by what that? What are your
1: rules? Who would you have along? What's the tone of the game? Is it aggressive? Is it hostile? Is that how you express yourself? Uh, what are you wearing? What kind of backyard would you like? What's in your dreams? How much money do you make? <laughs> How much money have you got? <laughs> you know, um, yeah.
0: Um, <laughs> here's the thing with backyard cricket, mate. Let me tell you, let me tell you, please. This. Man, me, keep pointing. Man, I'll tell you a few things, mate. Come I'll keep on. Ca- po- ca- ca- oh, on pointing at you, mate. Yeah. There we go. <laughs> when you play backyard cricket, Sam, and it starts to get a little bit hostile, it starts yeah. as a laugh, a bit too much skill flying around, yes. And then it's like, oh, you're doing run ups, are you? and then it's just you don't get many balls in your half and that's mm. fine that's funny because if it's a if it's a it's a tiled surface bit of water on that just get the hose out mm. and then you and then ball back of length and then you start and fucking pajaring some cunts yeah. here so hitting hitting elbows yes necks, you know, arms, chest, that kind of gear. And then someone will flip out and they'll throw the bat over the backyard fence. That's the kind of backyard game that I want to be a part of because when your mates flip out, that's
1: funny. That's right. And that says a lot about our culture. I haven't really read into it too much, but for some reason when they get upset, Mm. I feel happy. (laughs) (laughs) You, listener, can register a game nationalbackyardcricket.com. Funds raised for that, so you register your game. Funds raised will go to, uh, will be split equally between grants for community libraries across Australia and Batting for Changes overseas education sponsorship programs. So really, you're literally playing a game of backyard cricket before January 31st. You register it. You put a bit of money towards it, towards a very good cause. You enjoy yourself, whether it's through hostility or otherwise, and money uh, helps kids in need for education. There you go. Sounds pretty good. And Budgie's partnering them as well. They're the official swimwear brand. So, Budgie Smugglers, of course .com. They're good people, Budgie.
0: Um, all right. Hashtag AskTGC. Pez, you had a question just rolling as yeah. we were about to record. Yeah. And it just caught my eye. We yes. we, we get more than one a week, but yeah. um this one this one we get a fair bit, and it's um because you know, people haven't come along for the entire journey of TGC. Mm. And so and so this story.
1: Uh, originates from about 2016, I would say. So? I'll read the question. Please. It, it's a Patreon question. Uh, it's coming. It's going to read it out to the dear listener. Men- Menichem M. writes in, Boys! With a Z. Boys! hi. Hey. Short time, Patreon, first time asker. What is the source and the backstories to... Boys! I understand it's something gay British men say, <laughs> but not much more. <laughs> Please help. Thanks.
0: Yeah. he goes. Okay, so what happened was we had Brennan Julian the first time on the show. Now, that was in about 2016, I believe it was. Episode four.
1: Was it? Episode yeah, four? Yeah, in, in Fox Sports. Okay, and
0: what what happened was, in that interview, it was one of the great alpha experiences of, of our entire from, life, From
1: go to woe, from cradle to grave. He
0: asked us if we'd lifted the Sheffield Shield. Oh, no, no, no,
1: before that, he was in the green room after teeing this interview yeah. up. He was in the green room, not 20 metres away. Yeah, I texted him, he said, yep, yeah, come and get me. I walked to go and get him. As yeah. I walked in, he, he blanked me. Yeah. He like, like, yeah, I said, oh, Brendan, good to go. Mm. What? What's this? <laughs> so
2: also,
1: that, was, that was the first interaction. Also, he
0: was shirtless. We walked in together. Yeah. yeah. So that was the first interaction. During the interview, he asked if we'd left the Sheffield Shield. He'd asked if we'd been to Jamaica or Barbados, yep. and he said, don't go. Yep. Um, the whole thing was He refused just...
1: to answer questions about the circuit in the 1995 tour, which was the most disappointing part. His feet were on the table while <laughs> he, he gave it.
0: <laughs> so if you watch him on YouTube, he literally conducted the interview like this. Yeah.
1: Just fucking leaning
0: back. Yeah, the Sheffield Shield. Yeah, the first game I played, Dennis Lidley was playing first. Just just this
1: kind of gear. Alpha is fucked. I think he said, he he, he goes, I think I made 100 in the Shield final. (laughs) (laughs) Have you lifted the Shield? Yeah. We should say, like, it was a great interview. So it was. He actually played the role. And he was also,
0: he is also a very nice guy. I will say that. Just, but just his, he, he, I don't, I think he's blissfully unaware of how alpha here he is. He's in the bubble. He's too good looking. About a week or two weeks after that, we were at the SCG performing at a function for some reason. We're doing, we're performing at something at the SCG. And then he was also there. It was like a charity event thing. And then. Afterwards, the there was also a Shield game on at the time. It was actually, I think, I think Pete Hansen scored two hundred that it day. It was
1: the great bat off. <clears throat> it was it was, it was after the collapse and a big bat off, and Hansen right. got runs and got selected. So that's
0: how long ago this was. And and the, uh, everyone from the lunch went into the um, members bar in the SCG afterwards, and and we walked in, and Brendan Julian um, was talking to like two other people in a circle, and he saw us walk in, and he's Clocked like us. he's like across the other side of the bar, and he just went. Boys, yeah, and it was the single most alpha thing I've ever yeah. seen in my entire life, and it was fucking hilarious. Yeah. he wouldn't know our name, still wouldn't, no. wouldn't reckon. I've seen him many times mm. since then.
1: Yeah, well, he's come on the show since then. In fact, he came on like six or so months ago. Yeah, during the England uh, summer, and uh, in the text messages, the year is twenty twenty. Mm. He said, "Oh, I'm going to be in at Fox. Do you want to come and drive?" <laughs> I like, well, brother, we haven't been with Fox for like four, <laughs> four years, years, man. <laughs> he's
0: anyway. just—he's just so alpha.
1: Yeah, but he's great. He's—he's—he's he's, he's very generous, and I think he—I think he's a very good broadcaster too. So that's where Mate, boys comes from. That's
0: where it comes from. That's where it comes from. Um. Anyway, hashtag ask, I just say to say. Got a couple of questions in here, Pez Elad. Um. Now, a few—you you, you,
1: you made a call.
0: I—I I called out. To the fair listener, and I said, if you've got any netballing stories, please do write in. Now let's just go with two here, Pez, because I think we've. This is a bit conjuncted. uh, This uh, conjunctivitis. You've got it's. It's it's a little bit conjunctivitis and Mm. syphilis at the same time in the eye, so it's a little bit uh, confusing uh, about how much time this has been going on, and I I can't see straight. Liam Booth writes in, (laughs) however. (laughs) Hippopotamus and perineum. Perineum. (laughs) How do I know that? How are you going? On the latest TGC podcast, you asked, for, you asked for some stories related to net bowling, so here is mine. In the summer of 2013, I was in the final stages of my one-year degree in secondary school teaching at Birmingham University. I was completing my final placement at a nearby secondary school when the opportunity to be an official ICC net bowler for the upcoming Champions Trophy arose. Three days teaching geography to disengage teenagers or three days bowling for my 70-mile-per-hour in-swing to international cricketers, there was only one option. After calling my mentor early in the morning to inform him that I I was very sick and likely not in school for three days. I set off to Edgebaston to the Edgebaston nets for my first session with the Pakistan team. It was raining, so the session was moved indoors. They turned up one hour late. I bowled at the bowlers and was quite surprised at how average they were. I had assumed I had always assumed that international tailenders would be top five in a club batting lineup. Mm, They would be. Saeed Ajmal, in particular... And what does he mean by club? (laughs) Saeed Ajmal, in particular, was very limited, and I snicked him off a few times. Did you, mate? (laughs) One other net bowler started bumping him, and Ajmal was genuinely scared. The net bowler got asked to sit this one out, please, on Ajmal's request. Dave Dave Watmore was coach of the Pakistan team, and he had this pretty mad batting drill whereby he'd fling balls at a slab of marble, which was placed on the floor about 10 yards away from the batsman. He called me over to ask him to help lift it as it was fucking heavy. <laughs> I don't know why that's so yeah. funny. To have one <laughs> more. this thing's fucking heavy. It's fucking heavy. As we managed to lift it up, I said to him innocently, oh, it's much better when you get it up. <laughs> he turned this innocent remark into a sexual innuendo. Could not stop laughing and then proceeded to tell everyone in the vicinity. Hey, this lad just says it's easy when you get it up. Everyone laughed. I fell a part of the team, kind of. Next day, it was South Africa. It was immensely enjoyable, just getting smashed by AB, Faf Duplessis and Hashim Amla. I was in the seamers net and was fourth bowler alongside Stane, Morkel and Chris Morris and was made to feel very welcome and a key component of the bowling unit. I think we complemented each other very well. By the end of it, I was even referring to Alan Donald, South Africa's bowling coach, as AD, as he chucked me a brand new white pill to replace the dog ball I was bowling with. I think it was probably because my seventy mile per hour inswing is more like sixty five per hour no swing. With a hundred over old ball. The last day was Sri Lanka, and what a great bunch of blokes they are. They seemed a very cohesive unit. Again, a real pleasure to get smashed around by Jay Wardner, Matthews, etc. On this day, my greatest cricketing achievement occurred. I bowled Kumar Sangakkara through the gate. To a lefty, I shaped the ball away. I have an action whereby it is nigh on impossible to bring the ball back into a lefty. I can only assume the ball hit a small pebble which caused a deviation to bowl Kumar through the gate as he tried to drive me through the offside. For some reason, we had plastic quick cricket style stumps in the nets and my ball obliterated his stumps. Not only did he have to deal with the ignominy of being bowled by me, but he now had to put two stumps back into the base. I stood awkwardly halfway down, waiting for my ball to return, but I was looking forward to a well bowled mate. I got nothing. The ball was flung back at me and not a word uttered, not even a nod of the head. It's as if it didn't even happen. I walked back to my mark and my fellow netballers were cock hoop We built up a real brotherhood over the three days. I think a collective feeling of ina- inadequacy forces people together. The chat for the rest of the session was, I wonder if he'll give you some gloves. Maybe we'll get a photo at the end. Sadly, I got nothing. Get a photo at the end. Sadly, I got nothing. He pummeled me for the for the five minutes after the ball. He then exited the net, packed his kit, and left the session. I was gutted, but on reflection, whilst a materialistic reward would have been nice, I've always had the memory and that feeling of James Anderson and that feeling of being James Anderson for five seconds. Intrinsic over extrinsic and all that. So, TGC, was I right to pull a sickie off school for three days? Was the cacophony of laughter from the Pakistan players, coaches aimed at me, or just with me, re-get-it-up incident. And lastly, can bowling Kumar Sangakari in the nets be considered an achievement? Does it count? Keep up the great work. We've just entered another lockdown here in England. And along with Live Sport, your podcast is one of the few things to look forward to. Liam. Thanks, Liam.
1: Comprehensive story.
0: Of his achievements.
1: Yes. That's right. Um, Intelligently, wisely, subtly scattered in there. But not too wise to escape this fucking trained eye. Listen, <laughs> Listen Liam. Okay. First thing, I just noted at the top of your story you're in the final stages of your one-year degree in secondary school teaching. What's that degree, mate? (laughs) (laughs) Fucking degree shaming people. That's pretty bad. I'm just (laughs) – I've got kids. Do teachers only have to go for one year? Hell. No, it must be oh, that's a, mass, fucking a, done masters, a master's a masters. You've of done scripture. me there
0: with the just absolutely offering of it. Yeah. What's that degree, mate? One Fuck year. me. That's a new catchphrase for you on the one internet. Year, one year. Mate, I don't know. For
1: uni? Uh, anyway. So. Hey, two we, year. We, we yeah, yeah. Hey, it's weird. I don't I, believe I'm it. not degree, shaming. Maybe Congratulations. Maybe, maybe you meant to say one year left. It doesn't yeah, make I any I sense. double checked it. You can't go to uni for a year. made a point. I was in the final stages of my one year degree in mm. secondary school teaching. So I'm I must you be got real ed- relieved to get to the end of that one year. Well, Birmingham University, have a fucking look at yourself. <laughs> oh that, this is not me. What's that degree, mate? Yeah. No, it's an oh, education degree then, it's a, it's a masters on top of that, I'm sure. I'm I can sure. imagine
0: you reading the book Six Degrees of Separation. Okay.
1: It's another <laughs> phrase with that word in it. Um Okay. Uh I don't wear that well. I don't wear it well. <sighs> I, I, of course you've made the correct decision, Liam. You can go teach some kids some fucking geography. Well, you can't teach it anyway. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. you, you, you're going to teach You're yeah. not going to teach Those kids geography You're going to go And bowl in the nets And yeah. you're going to go In the bowl the nets For the precise moment When you knock over Kumar Sangakara This is Kumar Fuck Sangakara you, yeah. Who's in the ICC team Of the decade Yeah as the wicketkeeper no, Of course didn't as the wicketkeeper
0: wicket Yeah stop, stop. Came in 2008
1: He averaged 56 or so Didn't he Kumar And his dad was disappointed Yeah Went to right. pick that up With Washington Sundar as well His dad also said He was disappointed He didn't get 100 on debut Yeah The commonality is that If your father is harsh on you You're usually good at cricket yeah, NASA
0: um, Saint's dad was brutal on him.
1: Yeah, and and then it gets into like, oh, I hope it's actually okay for them. But um, I think
0: Ganguly had the same thing.
1: Right? Yeah, all sorts of yeah. And Bradman. F- before I even get to Bradman. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, hope I. Then no, I no, think about it, hope people enjoyed the the latest single this week, the Sinatra single this week. Mm. Yeah, because I I played and replayed it. It was some of your greatest work. <laughs> um, so Hogball. <laughs> you know you. Sanger, yeah. And let's get this right around, yeah. you know, you say, you say you're disappointed with his reaction. Mm. Sangakara not reacting, pretending it didn't happen, then having to fucking build the stumps again and just giving you nothing is literally the best reaction you could hope for because that's when you know it meant something to him. If he fucking fawned over you and said, oh, well done, mate, or whatever, yeah. he'd always just come with this tinge yeah. of like, oh, okay, I'm just fucking, uh-huh. you know, you're in... um." One of those, you know, have a go days. You're in. You know, yeah, you're, yeah, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. I think that's kind of Kane, Kane Williamson's charm when he scores his hundred. He's so apologetic. Yeah. He's like, "Oh, sorry, guys. Like, you know, I scored a hundred. Oh, yeah. I'm really,
1: oh, you, you know, if he says, well done,' do you want a photo? You're not a fucking you're not you're knocked, make a wish you, kid. You're not a make a wish. You've knocked yeah. him over, yeah. and you describe it well. You bowl in swing at 112 k's an hour as a weight of left hander. <laughs> I know that bowler, and that's a that's a pretty easy bowler. That's pretty easy bowler. Yeah, it's the easiest way to bowl. Yeah. Um. So you've knocked him over. Congratulations <laughs> now, to you. So
0: if if Kumar had jumped on LinkedIn the day after and looked up looked up Liam. Yeah. Then you know you've got him. Yeah.
1: Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. Kumar S. <laughs> and just a fucking egg or whatever it is, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Little question mark over the head. Yeah. Um, so but I'm not real I've never done like official net bowling. I did I had uh, mm-hmm. so I don't know the protocols around if you get somebody out of you then um by, you know, protocols entitled to a piece of their kit. which is, I think is what Liam is suggesting. (laughs) When I was 16, I went to a spinners day at the SCG with a whole bunch of spinners. Stuart Mm. McGill, Michael Bevan was there. We bowled to New South Wales. All I remember is Brad Haddon got to everything on the full and smashed it everywhere, embarrassingly so. Off you. Yeah, 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 and, and everyone else. And Michael Bevan bowled... Left arm leg spin really quickly. It was like um, that was the that was sort of where I was like, oh, you can't give the ball any air as a spinner in pro cricket. Yeah. And balls that look like they're tossed up on TV are still going really quickly, probably yeah. faster than I could bowl medium pace. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Um, yeah. So oh, that's all I remember about net, huh. net bowling. Um, I like yeah. the idea that Liam thinks that
0: Alan Donald, you're just calling AD. Yeah. Alan Donald would be like, "Fucks this kid." Yeah. No doubt about yeah, that. AD. Yeah. 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 Yeah, ch- ch- don't call ch- me that
1: Chuck is that white pill <laughs> Please don't call me that Yeah exactly they Just call me white lightning Call me white lightning <laughs> Hey Michael Holding What's your nit- nickname My nickname's Whispering Death What do you bowl Yeah These ones These ones yeah <laughs> i just Oh I just seam up Yeah i bowl seam up We good No <laughs> <laughs> Last one Sam writes in Yeah Dear Sam and Ian as a gangly 19-year-old who used to spend his summers attempting to bowl village-level left-arm leg spin, I somehow managed to find myself working for a few weeks in the backroom staff of a county club in England one summer. It was my first experience of a professional changing room, and I didn't normally say much, as I couldn't have been more of a beta in a room of alphas. <laughs> I got- I got the sense I was accurately considered a bit weird, and however, com- and completely useless in terms of cricketing ability. The best part of my job, however, was to get on the field and help the boys warm up, throw down slipped catches, etc. Um, one morning, I was helping Ashwell Prince practice his cut shots. So that's either Nottinghamshire or Lancashire, by the way. Okay. Um, his cut shots by lobbing, lobbing balls about a foot outside his chest. After a few throws, I accidentally threw one a bit too straight and he politely back foot drove it back towards me. I thought this would be my opportunity to show I did have some motor skills <laughs> and decided to try and flick the ball up with my foot and catch it, this time throwing it back in the right place. Everyone else I saw do it made it look easy and I presumed it couldn't be too hard. All of this thinking, however, had taken my mind off the speed this ball was actually <laughs> travelling and I instead planted my right foot down directly onto the moving ball. The ball still carried on rolling, taking my foot with it, causing me to twist my ankle and me ending up in a pile on the floor. I quickly bounced back up, trying to play it off and ignore the pain, only to see Ashwell laughing directly in my now very red face, along with everyone else who saw it was probably the worst cricketing moment of my life. I did turn up to work the next day, but couldn't bring myself to ever offer throwdowns to Ashwell again. My question, gents, is the following. I've never told anyone this story before now. Do I embrace it and tell everyone I've given an international player throwdowns, even though it ended in tragedy, or do I bury it and pretend the whole ordeal never happened? It's been eight years since that day, and I only think about it around twice a week now. <laughs> Things are looking up. Love the show. Keep up all the good work. All the best, Sam. Uh, appreciate the question, Sam. Mm. Now, I first thing I
0: picked up here, Pears, is that like there's a ball rolling towards him, and his first thought is, oh, here's a chance to show off my motor
1: skills. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You don't have ignorance is bliss, <laughs> brother. You know, like all the great sports people, yeah. they're good because they're partly dumb, so they don't think yeah. about a lot of exactly, stuff, right? Yeah. That's why I'm saying yeah. uh, But you've got you've got brains, so that's... Um,
0: now, I think that he should always tell the story that he... Now, he shouldn't tell the story about what's happened here, even though he's just told the entire world, but yeah. um, but he should tell the story about what actual Prince is like as a bloke, exactly. what are the boys like yeah. around the group, around the showers, who's yeah. the fucking, you know...
1: You know, like uh, so cover, it, cover it up when you need to cover it up and embellish other parts. Yeah, I used to give throwdowns to actual prince. I yeah. mean, I wouldn't be – I was just thinking about this. Should I tell people I gave throwdowns to an inter- international player? Now, I don't really – I don't think giving throwdowns to anyone is ever going to confer any kind of alpha status, no matter who it is. You could give throwdowns to an exhumed Bradman and that <coughs> still wouldn't be cool, you know? Like you get throwdowns yeah. to Tendilka. It's like throwdowns is such a beta activity. It's literally yeah. – it's it's you are a servant slave to that person mate, That you're giving throwdowns to
0: I'd do some heinous things To give throwdowns to Tendorka. Are you kidding me?
1: Not Okay let me get this straight You might enjoy that From an intrinsic perspective Like oh fucking Just watching Tendulkar smash it But I'm not sure If it's getting you Much fucking cred Like You know In and around the joint Here's what i say so though I used to give throwdowns To Tendulka, like what? So it's either not, in your, not in your sheer likes you Yeah right? <clears throat> So you just How say like, How'd you do it?
0: How'd you do it? Okay here's yeah. what, like, Get here's yourself right Sit back Here's what you do, sit, sit what back, what you do mate. <laughs> There we go Ah what are you do with him, mate? No, you just no, you just say that you help, used to help out with training. Yes, you used to help out with training. What do you do there? Oh yeah. throw him a bit of slips. Sorry about you. Yeah. Let him hit up. Yeah. Like
1: let it help him hit up. I think it would be the yeah. way to phrase it. Step hitting.
0: Yeah. Um. Yeah. Just sort of front foot press. Yeah. Yeah. Some some grip work. Uh, back foot, front foot. Um. Help out the showers. Um, what
1: you you helped Ashwell Prince adjust his grip? <laughs> did you? I'm the other person now.
0: No, I used to put his grip on his back.
1: Oh, grips. There, grips. Okay, got it. He's
0: put but, his grip on his butt with with, yeah. with my tongue.
1: Yeah. Like Marnus. <laughs>
0: yeah, that's how you do that.
1: I, I, I mean, if you pretend it didn't happen, and you obviously want to get this off your chest as well, Sam. Oh, he thinks about it and twice a week done, now. you've done the right thing to speak about it for the first time. Um, if you pretend it didn't happen, which I think is what you've been doing, like the cover-up is worse than the crime, you know? Like look how far that got Smith and Warner. You know what I mean? The cover-up yeah. was worse than the yeah. thing. So, um, and... And, you know, in a roundabout way, you've actually played your role at the club. You know, pros, you know, they need the pyramid. They need the feudal system. Mm-hmm. Um, pros need you to be beta so they can affirm their alpha status. Now, when they step out into the real world, they're yeah. not at all. In fact, they're, many of them are all at sea yes. in, in terms of operating in the real world. Yes. Uh, and you know that and you keep that to yourself. But when you're in their prism, you play the role of beta because that's part of the sort of intangible value that you bring to the side. Then you go away and you say, yeah, look, I help them at training. Yeah, help out. Hit ups. Bit of, bit of grip work as as Higo said, you know, <coughs> some training stuff. Whatever. Yeah. That's how that's how yeah. That's how you do it. That's how you do it.
0: Hey, if you want to get more of this stuff, yeah. patreon.com forward slash gray cricket, episode twenty four coming out this week. Some more belting questions coming in. Let me tell you.
1: Let me tell you. Should we say who we're interviewing? Is an <sighs> exclusive interview as well. You know, ah, that's I forgot week. about that. Yeah. Who we got? We are speaking with uh well he's a he's a he's a media sensation in Adelaide former first-class cricketer. He's also sub-fielder for Australia and was involved in a very um, famous, infamous moment. Uh, Theodoropoulos, a funny guy and uh, very much looking forward to it.
0: It's patreon.com forward slash great cricketer. Thank you everyone who was watching, listening out there on the internet. Um, We are no longer safe. Everything is broken. We are broken. Sam and I are now going to hide under some pillows um, and, uh, yeah, what do we just got? Just
1: before we finish, I've just been sent a tweet. Um, we go. And everyone listening has probably seen this. Uh, Ravi Ashwin has tweeted. Fuck yeah. Good evening from Gabba. I am sorry I couldn't play here, but thanks for hosting us and playing some hard cricket during these tough times. We will remember this series forever at Tim Payne. Fucking hell, that's a dad at, dick. At Cricket Halls as well, but that's nice. That's good from Ravi. Hey, to the victors go the spoils, baby. Hey. At least Tim Payne's teammates like him. That's it.
0: See you guys next week.